This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Hope everyone is well. This week's parasha, parasha's Truma, the Torah introduces us to the building of the Mishkan and its various kalim that went into the Mishkan. But one of the kalim that by far stands out to anyone who looks at the way the Torah describes how it looked, was the Aron. The Aron, we know, was the one of the holiest kalim that we had in the Mishkan and in the Beis Hamikdash. That had in it the Luchos, the amazing Luchos that were given down at Harsinai at the moment of Kabbalah Satayra. was also a Sefer Torah inside. Then we had the famous Keruvim. These two, picture, two, two figures on the top of the Aron. And you would imagine if you were asked whose face should be the face of the Keruvim. So you would imagine it would be probably the face of one of our great Avais. We know that Yaakov, whose face is etched in, so to say, on the Kisya Kovit in Shemaim. So you would have imagined if you were asked as the architect to plan the building of the Aron, you would probably put the face of Avram and Yitzchak, maybe even Avram and Sarah, some great person in Jewish history, someone who made such an impact. One of our great Avais, our Imois, Yet we know the faces of the Kruvim were faces of children. A boy's face, so to say, and a girl's face, a boy and a girl. Young, young, youthful people are the face of the Aaron. One of the most important kalim in the Mishkan, that used to go to one of the most important places in the base of Mikdash in the Mishkan, was a tzura, was a face, was a picture of a young boy and a young girl. Why exactly would that be the picture on such a holy, holy special, essential, clean, the Mishkan, was a boy and a girl. So the Mepharshim tell us there's something for all of us to learn about ourselves, about our lives, and about our Avodah Hashem. We have to remind ourselves what's special about young children. We have to sometimes, even in our older age, try to be a little bit like the young children. Try to be a little bit like kids. What does it mean to be like kids? We have to learn from some of the things they do. Children have an amazing wish and desire to learn more things. They want to gain more information. They know they don't know everything. Sometimes they think they know everything, but deep down, they understand there's a lot more that they don't understand. There's a big world out there that they still need to learn more about. We sometimes come to our our older age and we're convinced we know everything. We learned everything. We know everything. There's nothing new. There's nothing different that you could show me that I don't know yet. And we have to remind ourselves about these children, the Kruvim. Children have this drive and desire to continue to learn to gain, to know. Children also know that they're not the beginning and the end of the world. Children know they have to be dependent upon their parents. They're dependent upon others for their success. They're dependent upon others for their growth and, the, and for their stability. We too have to remind ourselves that we, although we might have made it big in the world, we're financially set, we built ourselves up in our business, but we need Hashem to rely on also. We're not just us. So we need to remind ourselves often in life about same excitement that children have. I had the privilege this week of going to my daughter's sitter play. It was an amazing event. Five, six-year-old girls, six, seven-year-old girls getting their first sitter for the first time in their life. And you could see on their face the excitement that everyone's so excited and the parents and the grandparents. It's a beautiful event. Now that day that they davened for the first time, you could imagine that excitement that they felt. My daughter told me she brings it home now for Shabbos so she could use it on Shabbos and the first day she brought it home. Such an excitement for the first time they davened from a sitter. And for us, today most people don't even use the sitter when they dive in. They don't even think about the sitter. Because we became routine and we know already. 
But sometimes we have to remind ourselves of that early excitement that we had to do something that we haven't done yet. Of course, we've davened so many times in our lives, Baruch Hashem, and we should continue to daven many more times. But we have to sometimes try to tap in to that feeling of that six-year-old, five-year-old, seven-year-old child for the first time that they opened the sitter, or for that bar mitzvah boy for the first time he puts on his film, that excitement, that smell of the fresh new leather, that, that gishmak when you do that for the first time. We have to try to make that part of our life, so to say, despite the fact that we have have been doing it many, many times. And that's why we know Chazal referred to a Talmud Chacham as a Talmud Chacham. Talmud means he's a student. We're always learning. We never finish learning. We never mastered any specific topic because we're constantly learning. We're always looking for more information. Famous story, they say, over through Blaze of Silver, but after he became a rabbi in Cincinnati, so he was sitting in his study and the secretary came to knock on the door and said, I want to speak to the rabbi. And the rabbi said, I'm studying. And the secretary looked at him and said, studying? I thought you're a rabbi. A rabbi means you know everything already. There's no more need to study. So we all laugh at that joke, but there were Jews who thought like that. That once a rabbi or someone scholarly finishes, he's done. No more need to learn anything else. But we know that's not true. No matter how much we learn, no matter how much we cover, there's still so much more to learn. And that beauty is something that children know of. They know they don't know everything. A second grader knows they still need to go through another bunch of years in elementary school and then to high school. So we too have to remind ourselves. As much as we'd like to think we know everything, and sometimes we do think we know everything, we have to remind ourselves there's much, much more to learn. There's a pasuk in Hoshea. Perikudal, Pazagav, the Pazagav tells us, Kinar Yisrael, Kla Yisrael Anarim, doesn't mean foolish. It means Kla Yisrael has the beauty of the youth, Vayavehu. I often quote the Rashi in Parshish Chai Sarah. When Rashi tells us about Sarah's beauty, Rashi says she was the beauty of a three year old. And everyone jumps on Rashi. What's Rashi talking about? The beauty of a three year old. So we mentioned this time, there's something beautiful about the youth, that their drive, their desire to learn, to know, to gain, to be influenced, that beauty is something that Christ has to remind themselves throughout the years as we get older, even more so, that we have to sometimes take a step back and be a little bit more childish, not in a negative way, but in a positive way, that same excitement, that same drive, that same desire, we need to sometimes be like children. But I'll add one more idea that we see sometimes unique about children, is that children don't have as many as the petty fights that adults have. Children can often get along a lot easier. Yes, they have their petty fights and other things, but they don't fight about politics, and they don't fight about what shul you daven in, and they don't fight about who you voted for, right? Usually a kid brings a, a basketball, a jump rope, everyone plays, doesn't matter what yarmulke you have, what school you go to. Kids have this ability to sometimes go beyond some of the pettiness, and they don't focus on it. Maybe that's something we also need to learn from the Kruvim. We need to remind ourselves, look at the Kruvim, look what they did, look where they're standing, they're one of the holiest places in the, in the Mishkan, in the world. Because we need to be like them. We need to be looking at each other and saying, it's okay that we're not exactly the same, but we can live together, we can get along together, we can live b'shalom, we can live b'shalva. That is something unique that we find by the children that sadly is not so often found with the adults. I mentioned this story last week in Shul, but I think it's worth mentioning again. I told over a story last week about a boy, call him Ruvain, eight, nine-year-old boy, who was sick. He was diagnosed with a sickness and the doctors didn't really have a treatment plan for what was going to be the cure for his ailment. But he went to school anyways, despite the, the ailment, he was able to go to school. And one day when they finished learning a certain part of Chumash, the Rebbe told the boys, we're now going to have a project, an art project. Everyone go home and work on coloring, drawing a specific thing that we finished learning here in the Chumash. This boy, Ruven, who was sick, happened to have been quite a talented artist. 
and he spent a bunch of days working on his artwork, and he had a beautiful, beautiful picture, painting, whatever it was. Very excited, he worked on it for many days. And he comes to Yeshiva the day that the art project is due. And one of his friends will call him Shimon. He says, Ruvi, can I look at your, your, your painting? Can I, work at, can I look at your work? And Shimon looks at it and Shimon sees how fantastic it is. And obviously Shimon can't handle that. He takes Ruven's project and he rips it. He destroys it. He throws it on the floor. Ruven watches this take place. All his hours of work into this art project. Doesn't say a word. He sits down in his seat. His rabbi says, okay boys, hand in your art projects. Ruven hands nothing in. He comes home that evening. His parents say, no Ruven. Did you win the award? Did you have the best project? He says, no, I didn't get anything. I didn't give it in. Parents are very troubled what happened. Parents call the Rebbe. And they have a discussion. They realized something is not right. So finally, ultimately, the Rebbe speaks to, the, to Ruvain. And he gets down to what happened. And he asks his, he asks his Talmud, Ruvain, what happened? Ruvain says, I'll tell you what happened, Rebbe. Shimon ripped up my paper. I was terribly upset. But I said to myself, you know, I have a choice right now to make. I can decide to make a whole big deal about this and create a whole divide and period and machloikis. I say to myself, you know, I'm not healthy. I have a sickness. I have an ailment. I said, Hashem, I'm going to let this go if you help me get better. We're talking about a young child under the age of 10 who realized this and made this comment. And the Rebbe was just blown away by this. Brought to tears to hear his Talmud was so mature. And you know what happened? A few weeks later, the doctors came up with some form of a treatment. Some form of a plan to be able to treat this specific illness. This is a child. Sometimes we need to learn from the children. Be more like them. Be slightly more childish. Be willing to learn new things. Be willing to open up our minds to say, I don't know everything. I thought I did, but I don't. There's so much tire, there's so much information, there's so much more to learn. Baruch Hashem, we all are learning and we continue to learn, but there's still so much more. We sometimes need to remind ourselves to be like a child, be willing, open-minded to hear more, open-minded to learn, be, have that drive and excitement to learn. To be excited about going to school, be excited about going to share, be excited about learning new things. And more than anything, we have to sometimes get over the pettiness and the fights and the machloikis, sometimes like kids do. We let it go, we move on, and we see that there's much more good than machloikis can bring. Mr. Hashem, we should learn the lesson of the Kruvim. Be more like the children. Mr. Hashem, we should be zaycha to bring Klai Yisrael together with the Aram, with the Torah, and we'll be unified together with the rival of Mashiach. Have a wonderful day.